When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Want curls but can't seem to find a product that enhances your natural hair texture? Look no further. The Infinity Pro by Conair Natural Texture Styling System is perfect for you. Its unique vented diffuser attachment perfects and protects your natural curl by circulating airflow instead of concentrating in one spot. The result? Reduced frizz and more volume in less time. Treat yourself and your hair by searching Conair Natural Texture on Amazon.com to bring out your best texture with the Infinity Pro Natural Texture Styling System today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I am your host, Larry Lease. This is a podcast where I share true crime stories for your entertainment. But you might lose some sleep after listening to these stories. After reading about true crime stories, I condense all the content and bring valuable information to you. To stay up to date with all of our content, 
can check us out on Twitter at TrueCrimeNS or on Instagram or Facebook. So before we get into our main topic, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Check them out today at Pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. We'd also like to remind you, if you'd like to be a part of the show, you can send us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. Let us know your thoughts on the cases we cover, the current episode, or future episodes you'd like us to talk about. And as always, you can stay anonymous if you'd like. And now, we're diving into the McDonald's 1984 shooting. We are beginning our newest season, diving into mass shootings across America. And we start with the 1984 shooting. But before we get into the shooting, we're going to little dive into a little bit of the earlier moments before. Specifically, July 15th, 1984. James Huberty commented to his wife, Edna, that he suspected he had a mental problem. Two days later, on the morning of July 17th, he called a San Diego mental health clinic requesting an appointment, leaving his contact details with the receptionist. Huberty was assured the clinic would return his call within hours. According to his wife, he sat quietly beside the telephone for several hours, awaiting the return call before abruptly walking out of the family home and riding to an unknown destination on his motorcycle. Unbeknownst to Huberty, the receptionist had misspelled his name as... Shubri. His polite demeanor conveyed no sense of urgency to the operator, and he had elaborated in the phone call that he had never been hospitalized for mental health issues. Therefore, the call had been logged as a non-crisis inquiry to be handled within 48 hours. Approximately one hour later, Huberty returned home in a content mood. After eating dinner, Huberty, his wife, and their two daughters cycled to a nearby park. Later that evening, he and Edna watched the film together on their television. Then, the following morning, Wednesday, July 18th, Huberty, his wife, and children visited the San Diego Zoo. In the course of their walk through the zoo, Huberty told his wife of his belief that his life was effectively over, referring to the mental health clinic's failure to return his phone call the previous day. He's He said, well, society had their chance. After eating lunch at a McDonald's restaurant in the Claremont neighborhood of San Diego, the Huberty family returned home. Shortly thereafter, Huberty walked into his bedroom wearing a maroon t-shirt and green camouflage slacks as his wife lay relaxing upon their bed. He leaned toward Edna and said, I want to kiss you goodbye. Edna kissed her husband, then asked him where he was going, stating her intention to soon prepare the family dinner. Huberty calmly replied he was going hunting. Hunting for humans. Holding a gun across his shoulder and carrying a box of ammunition and a bundle wrapped in a checkered blanket, Huberty glanced towards his elder daughter, Celia, as he walked toward the front door of the family home and said, Goodbye. I won't be back. Huberty then drove down San Isidro Boulevard. According to eyewitnesses, he drove first toward a Big Bear supermarket, and then toward a U.S. post office branch before entering the parking lot of a McDonald's restaurant approximately 200 yards from his Vero Road apartment. At approximately 3.56 on July 18th, Huberty drove his black Mercury marquee sedan into the parking lot of the McDonald's restaurant on San Isidro Boulevard. 
in his possession were a 9mm Browning HP semi-automatic pistol, a 9mm Uzi carbine, a Winchester 1200 12-gauge pump-action shotgun, a box, and a cloth bag filled with hundreds of rounds of ammunition for each weapon. A total of 45 customers were present inside the restaurant. Entering the restaurant minutes later, Huberty first aimed his shotgun at a 16-year-old employee named John Arnold from a distance of approximately 15 feet. As he did, the assistant manager, Guillermo Flores, shouted, Hey John, that guy's gonna shoot you. According to Arnold, when Huberty pulled the trigger, nothing happened. As Huberty inspected his gun, the manager of the restaurant, 22-year-old Neva Kane, walked towards the service counter of the restaurant in the direction of Arnold. As Arnold, believing the incident to be a distasteful joke, began to walk away from the gunman, Huberty fired his shotgun towards the ceiling before aiming the Uzi at Kane, shooting her once beneath her left eye. Kane died minutes later. Immediately after shooting Kane, Huberty fired his shotgun at Arnold, wounding the teenager in the chest and arm before shouting a comment to the effect of everybody on the ground. Huberty then referred to all present in the restaurant as dirty swine Vietnam assholes, before claiming that he had killed a thousand and that he intended to kill a thousand more. Upon hearing Huberty's profane rant and seeing Kane and Arnold shot, one customer, 25-year-old Victor Rivera, tried to persuade Huberty not to shoot anyone else. In response, Huberty shot Rivera 14 times, repeatedly shouting, shut up! as Rivera screamed in pain. As staff and customers tried to hide beneath tables and service booths, Huberty turned his attention towards six women and children huddled together. He first killed 19-year-old Maria Colmanero Silva with a single gunshot to the chest, then fatally shot 9-year-old Claudia Perez in the stomach, cheek, thigh, hip, leg, chest, back, armpit, and head with his Uzi. He then wounded Perez's 15-year-old sister, Milda, once in the hand with the same weapon, fired upon 11-year-old Aurora Pena with a shotgun. Pena, initially wounded in the leg, had been shielded by her pregnant aunt, 18-year-old Jackie Reyes. Hubert shot Reyes 48 times with a Uzi. Beside his mother's body, 8-month-old Carlos Reyes sat up and wailed. Whereupon, Huberty shouted at the child, then killed the toddler with a single pistol shot to the center of the back of the head. Huberty then shot and killed a 62-year-old trucker named Lawrence Versuis before targeting a family seated near the player at the restaurant who had tried to shield their son and his friend beneath the tables with their bodies. 31-year-old Blythe Reagan Herrera had shielded her 11-year-old son, Mateo, beneath one booth as her husband, Ronald, protected Mateo's friend, 12-year-old Keith Thomas, beneath a booth directly across from them. Ronald Herrera urged Thomas not to move, shielding the boy with his body. Thomas was shot in the shoulder, arm, wrist, and left elbow, but was not seriously wounded. Ronald was shot six times in the stomach, chest, arm, hip, shoulder, and head, but survived his wife, Blythe, and son, Mateo, were both killed by numerous gunshots to the head. Nearby, three women had also attempted to hide beneath a booth. 24-year-old Guadalupe Del Rio lay against a wall. She was shielded by her friends, 25-year-old Gloria Ramirez, and 31-year-old Erisdel Z. Vargas. Del Rio was hit several times, but was not seriously wounded. Ramirez was unhurt, whereas Vargas received a single gunshot wound to the back of the head. She died of her wound the next day, the only person fatally wounded who lived long enough to reach a hospital. At another 
Booth, Huberty killed 45-year-old banker Hugo Velasquez. Velasquez was shot once to the chest. The first of many calls to emergency services was made shortly after 4 p.m., notifying police of the shooting of a child who had been taken to a post office on San Isidro Boulevard. The dispatcher mistakenly directed responding officers to another McDonald's two miles from the San Isidro Boulevard restaurant. This air delayed the imposition while locked down by several minutes, and the only warnings to civilians walking, riding, or driving towards the restaurant were given by passerbys. Shortly after 4 p.m., a young woman named Lydia Flores drove into the parking lot. Stopping in the food pickup window, Flores noticed shattered windows the sound of gunfire before looking up, and there he was, just shooting. Flores reversed her car until she crashed into a fence, and she hid... She hid in some bushes with her two-year-old daughter until the shooting ended. At approximately 4.05 p.m., a Mexican couple drove toward one of the service areas of the restaurant, noting the shattered laminated glass. They initially assumed renovation work was in progress and that Huberty striding toward the car was a repairman. Huberty fired a shotgun and Uzi at the couple and their four-month-old daughter, Carlita. Striking Maricel in the face, arms, and chest, blinding her in one eye and permanently rendering one hand unusable. Her baby was critically wounded in the neck, chest, and abdomen. Astolfo was wounded in the chest and head. As they staggered away from Huberty's line of fire, Maricel gave their baby to the husband. Astolfo handed the shrieking child to a young woman named Lucia Velasco as his wife collapsed against the car. Velasco rushed the baby to a nearby hospital as her husband assisted Astolfo and Maricela into a nearby building. All three members of the Felix family survived. Three 11-year-old boys then rode their bikes into the west parking lot to purchase Sundays. Hearing a member of the public yell something unintelligible from across the street, all three hesitated before Huberty shot the three boys with his shotgun and Uzi. Joshua Coleman fell to the ground critically wounded in the back, arm, and leg. He later recalled looking toward his two friends, Omar Alonso Hernandez and David Flores Delgado, noting that Hernandez was on the ground with multiple gunshot wounds to his back and had started vomiting. Delgado had received several gunshot wounds to his head. Coleman survived. Hernandez and Delgado both died at the scene. Huberty next noticed an elderly couple, 74-year-old Miguel Victoria and 69-year-old Ada Velasquez Victoria, walking toward the entrance. As Miguel reached to open the door for his wife, Huberty fired a shotgun, killing Ada with a gunshot to the face and wounding Miguel. An uninjured survivor, Oscar Mondragon, later reported observing Miguel cradling his wife in his arms and wiping blood from her face, shouting curses at Huberty, who then approached the doorway, swore at Miguel, and killed him with a shot to the head. Approximately 10 minutes after the first call had been placed to emergency services, police arrived at the correct McDonald's restaurant. The first officer on the scene, Miguel Rosario, rapidly determined the location and cause of the actual disturbance and relayed this information to the San Diego Police Department as Huberty fired at its patrol car. Officers deployed immediately and posed a lockdown on an area spanning six blocks from the site of the shootings. The police established a command post two blocks from the restaurant and deployed 175 officers in numerous strategic locations. These officers were joined within hours by several SWAT team members who also took positions around the restaurant. As Huberty was 
firing rapidly and alternating between firearms, police initially were unaware how many individuals were inside the restaurant. Furthermore, because most of the restaurant's windows had been shattered by gunfire, reflections from shards of glass provided an additional difficulty for police focusing inside the restaurant. Initially, police were concerned that gunman or gunmen might be holding hostages, although one individual who had escaped from the restaurant informed police there was a single gunman present in the premises, holding no hostages and shooting any individual he encountered. At 5.05 p.m., all responding law enforcement personnel were authorized to kill the perpetrator should they obtain a clear shot. Several survivors later reported observing Cuberty walk towards the service counter and adjust a portable radio, possibly to search for news reports of his shooting spree. Before selecting a music station and further shooting individuals as he danced that music, shortly thereafter, he would start search the kitchen area, discovering six employees and shouting, Oh, there's more. You're trying to hide from me? In response, one of the female employees screamed in Spanish, Don't kill me, don't kill me. Before Huberty opened fire, killing 21-year-old Paulina Lopez, 19-year-old Elsa Roboa Fierro, and 18-year-old Margarita Padilla, and critically wounding 17-year-old Albert Leos. Immediately before Huberty had begun shooting, Padilla grabbed the hand of her friend and colleague before the two began to run. Padilla was then fatally shot. Flanagan, four other employees, and a female customer inside, hid inside a basement utility room. They were later joined by Leo. Leos, who had crawled in the utility room after being shot five times. When a fire truck drove within range, Huberty opened fire and repeatedly pierced the vehicle with bullets, slightly wounding one occupant. Hearing a wounded teenager, 19-year-old Jose Perez moaning, Huberty shot him in the head. The boy slumped dead in the booth. Perez died alongside his friend and neighbor, 23-year-old Gloria Gonzalez. A young, young woman named Michelle came across. At one point, Aurora Pena, who had been wounded beside her dead aunt, baby cousin, and two friends, noted a lull in the firing. Opening her eyes, she saw Huberty, Huberty, uh, yeah, Huberty nearby staring in her direction. He swore and threw a bag of french fries at Pena, then retrieved his shotgun and shot the child in the arm, neck, and jaw. Aurora survived, although she would remain hospitalized longer than any other survivor. At 5.17 p.m., Huberty walked from the service counter towards the doorway close to the drive-in window of the restaurant. According to a 27-year-old police SWAT sniper named Charles Foster, deployed to a strategic position on the roof of a post office directly opposite the restaurant, an unobstructed view of his body from the neck down through his telescopic sight, Foster fired a single round from a range of approximately 35 yards. The bullet entered Huberty's chest severed his aorta just beneath his heart and exited through his spine, leaving an exit wound one inch square and setting Huberty sprawling backwards onto the floor directly in front of the service counter, killing him almost immediately. Immediately after shooting Huberty, Foster related to other responding officers that he had killed a perpetrator and that his focus remained on the motionless suspect. Nonetheless, as so, many rounds had been expended from different firearms within the restaurant Police were not completely certain the sole perpetrator was deceased. Entering the restaurant approximately one minute later, a police sergeant focused his gun upon Huberty as he noted the movements of a wounded girl. When asked if the deceased male was a suspect, the girl nodded her head. 
The entire incident had lasted for 77 minutes, during which time he refired a minimum of 257 rounds of ammunition, killing 20 people and wounding as many others, one of whom was pronounced brain dead upon arrival at hospital and died the following day. 17 of the victims were killed inside the restaurant and 4 in the immediate vicinity. Only 10 individuals inside the restaurant were uninjured, 6 of whom had hidden inside the basement utility room. Several victims had tried to stanch their own wounds and nor the wounds of their companions with napkins, often in vain. Of the fatalities, 13 died from gunshot wounds to the head, 7 from gunshots to the chest, and one victim, 8-month-old Carlos Reyes, from a single 9mm gunshot to the back. The victims, whose ages ranged from 4 months to 74 years, were predominantly, though not exclusively, of Mexican or Mexican-American ancestry. Reflecting local demographics. Prior to shooting several of his victims, Huberty had shouted accusations or insults. On one occasion, he also shouted that he himself did not deserve to live, but that he was taking care of this matter. Although Huberty had repeatedly shouted throughout his shooting spree that he had been a veteran of the Vietnam War, he had never actually served in any military branch. Initial reports issued by the San Diego Police Department following the massacre indicated Huberty had shot all injured or killed within the restaurant in the initial minutes after he had first entered the restaurant. This claim was hotly disputed by survivors who stated Huberty had shot both wounded and unwounded people over 40 minutes after he had first opened fire. And that's a wrap for today's episode. As we should all agree, crimes are never good bring sadness to countless people. It is important though for us to try to understand the reasoning behind such tragedies and create awareness to avoid them from happening again. If you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Your support will help the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, bring in um, new writers, uh, and hopefully take this show on the road, possibly. And your support can help make that happen. But if you can't afford financially to support us, then just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, share this video with your friends. We thank you for listening and supporting us. And as always, you can find us on social media. Um, Facebook, just go to True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. On Twitter at True Crime NS. And Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for watching and listening to an all new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. And we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.